0: Okay, let's get this web conference underway. We'll start with a karakia. Unuhe te pō te tōwhirimarama. Tōmu kia te ao te aowhate Tātai ki ronga, tātai ki raro, tātai ahurao. Hemi e hui e tai. Tātai Kia ora tātou, mai, and welcome to our Hoknui Restoration Online Field Trip web conference. It is wonderful to be able to talk to you from Otipoti, Dunedin, Ko Shelly your learns kai arahi on this field trip. And a big welcome to our experts this morning. We've got Ricky, Molly and Ravi, and I'll give you a chance to introduce yourselves. We'll start with Ricky.
1: I hope you can all hear me all okay. Uh, my name is Ricky Parata, Ricky Parata toko ingawa and I lead the environmental or tile unit here for the Hokanoi Runanga. So you may have seen us doing some awesome mahi in the environment uh, with tuna uh, and with our native tree species. So I hope you enjoyed the videos that you've all seen. So kia ora koutou. Kia ora, thanks Ricky and Molly. Kia ora
0: everyone, I'm Molly Leiders, and I'm an environmental assistant here at the Hokanoi Runanga. You would have seen me on the videos doing my sea collecting, which I'm going out to do again after that. So nice to meet you all. Kia ora, and I hope it's not as windy down your way as it oh. is here in Nautiputi. It's pretty stormy, so uh, those seeds yeah, are Yeah, much the same here. <laughs> yeah, so good luck with that. And Ravi.
2: Hi, guys. Um, my name's Ravi. I'm based in Christchurch, so I work as a GIS analyst for Land Information New Zealand and um, some of the apps that you guys have seen, um, me and my team, they've done it together. Um, and yeah, any questions, feel free to ask.
0: Brilliant. And we've got Barry in the Learns office also in Ōtētahi Christchurch. So we're connecting from all over the place this morning, and it's great to have waihola School ready to ask us questions. Is there a student that would like to introduce your class and tell us a little bit about what you've been working on?
2: Yeah. come up. move oh, over we'll a little
0: bit so don't can see. Can see your face.
2: <clears> Hi, <throat> we're uh, my school.
0: Hi, we're School and we've been working in three to eight to fix our stream. Ah, awesome. So you've been Um, working on your local stream. So hopefully you'll get some good ideas from today's session. Thank you so much. Um, And we'll get underway with questions this morning from Waihola School. Uh, Can we have question number one, please? Question number one? Hi come on up. You have to go down here. (laughs) just so I can hear you nice and clear Who started the Hakanui Restoration Project and when? Uh, Good question and who would like to start with that
2: one? I can go Um, so the Hakanui Restoration Project is actually part of a much bigger Jobs for Nature Environment uh, program so I believe it's 1 billion or 1.2 billion program that was funded across multiple agencies, such as LENS, DOC, uh, MPI, uh, MBI, and Ministry for the Environment. It's part of the um, COVID-19 response program um, designed to benefit the environment and also provide employment uh, within the region uh, that was adversely affected by the um, pandemic. So um, the Hokonui restoration um, started, uh, I think last year, early 2021, and it is intended to go for four years. Um, yeah.
0: Fantastic, and cool that Linz is partnering with the Runanga with this, this mahi. Ricky, do you want to add anything about the project and and when it started and, and why and that kind of thing?
1: Absolutely, so for for us, um, uh, restoring the environment has been going on for a very, very long time. So, way back when uh, we, we knew that our tile was in trouble, um, we started to put in practices. Um, so, our tipuna, which are our, our ancestors, uh, they would do environmental mahi. Um, to save birds, to save uh, fish, to save our waterways. So the work that we do now is just a continuation of of what they used to do. So we're very lucky that we can continue uh, a lot of the the awesome work that that our tīpuna did before us. Um, And and that's how it all started for us. So we're just another person in the the long line of of other people helping uh, to 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 save our environment and to enhance our to
0: Wonderful, thank you. And as you say, it's been going on for a long time, involving lots of different people in this particular project that we did some videos on, which um, is great to hear that you've seen some of them, as a partnership with LINZ, Land Information New Zealand, Tuitū Tui Te Whenua. So again, a lot of people all working together. Great stuff. And question number two, please. Um, who thought of the project and why did they start doing it? Well, Ravi's kind of talked a little bit about that um, COVID response, but does anyone want to add to that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I will. That's a really good question. Thank you. So um, we, we all thought of, of the projects together, um, the Hakanauiru Nanga and, and Linz together, and, and again, it's from um, a lot of projects that our co-matua, who are our elders, what uh, wanted to do. So we're very, very lucky and fortunate to, to carry on those co-papa. Um, and, and in this instance, it was really good for Linz, Toitū Te whenua, to come and, and help the Hakanui Runanga um, so we can go out and uh, employ uh, a lot of our whānau and uh, a lot of our community and, and school kids as well to come in and, and get stuck in and, and help us do a lot of this environmental work. So it's a lot of fun out there for, for our team. And we love getting out in the fresh water in the forest um, and helping all, all of our native taonga, so our native species.
0: Yeah, exactly. Once you get out and enjoy that environment, you can see why it's so worth protecting. So. I might, I might put a question back on Waihola School. Um, how did you come up with the idea to restore your own stream? I might want to think about that for a moment. Maybe we'll come back to that one so that that you get a chance to think about it. And in the meantime, we'll we'll do question three. How does that that sound? Okay, question three, please.
2: Um. What do you hope to achieve by doing this restoration?
0: Uh, Good question. Thank you.
1: Can I answer this one? Yeah,
0: okay. Um, Quite a few things, actually. Um, You'll see when we did the tuna surveying and the stuff down at the Falls that we want to be able to help the tuna and the alba get over where all the industry stuff is, like the freezing wax and the paper mill, and also improve the water that they're swimming in. Uh, With the seed collecting, we're hoping to start the nurseries, plant heaps of trees everywhere, introduce more bird life, all sorts of things like that, and also write a lot of jobs for people to do this at the same time. Mm. Fantastic. And Ravi, I guess the apps that you're creating help monitor some of that that progress towards those goals?
2: Sorry, guys, I was on mute. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, over time, you can see a trend, um, you know, especially stuff like, you know, where are the invasive species and, you know, once you treat them, is it an ongoing issue? You know, do you think more work's needed in a particular region? So these are the type of questions you can hopefully answer over time. So you can definitely monitor them.
0: Excellent.
1: Can I add to that one, please, Shelley? Absolutely. Uh, the, the question, the question you asked before about about why are we doing it? We we really love the environment and and we love being out in it, and and I bet you all do too. So we love all the species that are out there, all the bird species and fish species and and animals that live within the environment. So it's uh, part of. Uh, What we do as New Zealanders and Kiwis is to really look after some of these taonga species because they don't live anywhere else in the world. So that's pretty special to us here in New Zealand. And and it's up to us and you guys uh, with all the awesome work that you do uh, is to keep that going and to protect these species because they're they're so important and not found anywhere else. So well done on your mahi. We're really excited to to hear that, that you're doing stuff out there.
0: Mm, indeed, and I'm looking forward to hearing how that's going. we will give you a chance at the end to tell us a bit about how you came up with your project and how it's going. In the meantime, we'll go to question number four, please.
2: How many people approximately do you have helping and how do you employ these people?
0: Ah, good question, thinking about the the logistics.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Oh, that's a really good question, a really technical question too. So um, there's a lot of people that are involved um, either directly here at the runanga or or supporting um, outside the runanga. So here at the runanga, we probably have 15 to 20 people um, helping us uh, to do our environmental mahi. And that includes some volunteers as well that just love being out in the environment so much that they uh, dedicate their spare time to come and help us. So that's really special that we've got these people out there as well. Um, and, then, and then the wider uh, support through Linz and Toitu Whenua and, and even uh, Shelley and Barry, um, the, our reach goes very far because um, it, we can't do anything without the support of these great people. And we've also got a a lot of other um, community groups that that support us as well. So they go out and do some of their own pest control uh, and they go out and do their own freshwater monitoring, probably similar to what you do. Um, And that all helps us uh, build our program and tie into all the environmental mahi that we do.
0: Yeah, and we were lucky enough on the field trip to get to visit the nursery near Invercargill and there was a whole bunch of people working there to provide plants for restoration projects um, like the Hokinui Restoration Project, but also projects throughout the region. Um, so their goal was to provide thousands of plants, so there's a whole bunch of other people working behind the scenes on that as well. And I guess at Toiti Te Whenua, Ravi, there's a bunch of people working there too. Yeah.
2: Um. Not really sure. <laughs> uh, probably why are contractors and, you know, community groups, yes, but not directly, I don't think so, yeah.
0: Cool, thank you. And question number five, please.
2: Who came up with the ideas for the app and can anyone get the apps for free? Uh,
0: this is a good question, thank you.
2: Uh, I can take that. Um, So our GIS team uh, at Lens, the way how it works is we catch up with, you know, um, the Hokonui Ronanga Ricky's team, and then we sort of ask questions, uh, you know, uh, we figure out what the scope of the project is, uh, what are the methods they'll be using out in the field, um, stuff like, you know, if it's a predator control app, what is the equipment, what are the types of traps they'll be placing out in the field, uh, what, what sort of bait are they be placing in, the, in those traps? For example, is it a combination of egg, peanut butter, or is it just meat? Um, so we basically get, get a list of data, um, and then we take it back into the office. We put our thinking hats on and um, try and see which sort of setup would be best suitable for our uh, contractors and partners, um, and then we work our way together that way. And we do get a lot of feedback from um, Ricky's team, say, if something's not working properly, you know, if there are some issues, then they get in touch and then we try and fix them. Um, In terms of, are the apps available free? Um, So these current apps that we've developed for uh, Hokkaido Ronanga, they are uh, password protected. So they are customized apps only for them. Uh, However, there are some free apps. Uh, For example, TrapNZ is a good resource. Um, You can uh, monitor traps uh, and also join existing projects um, that are uh, nationwide throughout New Zealand. So that's a good area to, you know, um, that's a good resource.
0: Mm. And if you are trapping, yeah, check out that TrapNZ site. It's nationwide and um, if you... We've got a network of traps or even just one you can add information about what you're catching over time to that that website, which is pretty cool. All relying on, uh, of course, location-based information, the technology that tells us where we are, which is really helpful when you're working out in the Tataya. Okay, so that's our five questions for this morning, but I want to come back to why whole of school. And um, hopefully you've had a wee chance to think about um, how you came up with your restoration project idea and um, how how's it going? We'd love to hear about it.
1: Um, so it was a bit, it started, we looked at it and it was really like
2: dirty and messy. So we wanted to try and help it so that we could try and find some ideas to make it better so people could hang out there.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, so you identified a, a problem, and now you're working to fix it, which is fantastic. So how's that going? What what kind of activities are you doing? We've been
2: there a few times to have a wee look. We took our, um, we Jason? We, took out, we found weeds and took them out, and people showed the sort of weeds. Yeah, so we looked at the weeds, we identified the weeds and how we can try and minimise them. Ivy, what can't. else? Okay, we have had somebody from the Otago Regional Council come by and help us identify ways that we can also move forward with it because it's technically not our land as it is. So <laughs> we're just trying to figure out. Um, who owns it before we can actually do things on it. But we've made plenty of plans and maps
1: on how we want to
2: lay it out in the future. Awesome. That's
0: sounding really, really good. So from our experts, is there any advice that you can give these guys that might help with that, Mahi?
1: I've got a question. Um, Who knows... What kind of species or animals are living in that stream? Ari. Come up here. Yeah. We'll
2: see what Ari says. Come on, Ari. What species are there? Um there's ducks and um there's honey fish.
1: Awesome. Do you know what kind of fish? No. See, <laughs> so that's, a, that's a really good um, idea for you guys to, to find out what, what kind of fish are living in there. So, uh, are they native fish? Are they um, introduced species? Um, it'll be a really good project to find out what's living in your waterways.
0: And I guess there's some, some guides um, online uh, that might help with that work, Ricky.
1: Yep, absolutely. There's loads of different ways you can find out. You can stand there and just look and wait. Um, And then there's other tools you can use, like traps uh, that you can set and uh, catch them that way. So there's loads of different ways that, that you can find out what's living in your streams.
0: Excellent, and I can see Barry's added the iNaturalist app link in the chat window. So, if you're not sure of what a species is, you can take a photo of it, and then experts can help you with identifying what it is. So, you can use other people's knowledge to help you. So that app's a good way to to go about that.
2: I didn't know that. I'd I'd probably check that out as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Super helpful.
2: It is my favourite, and there is a a kind of a kids' version that. Um, you can use without signing up. I need to. F- I'll try and find it for you. Oh, that's amazing!
0: And of course, it's all all free, so you can check that out. Even better. Excellent. Any other advice for yeah. our restorers here?
1: <laughs> just just keep doing what you're doing. Um, be out in the environment. If you get the opportunity to plant some trees along the waterway, that's really good as well, because what the tree does is it provides shade and habitat for some of those fish species. And uh, if you plant a lot of trees, it also stops some of those nasties that are getting in the water that that affects our species. So um, look after your waterways, they're very important. Um, and the and the animals that live within it are really important as well. So keep up the great work that you're doing.
0: And if you're wondering what to plant, um, check out that video that we did with Molly on eco-sourcing, getting local seed, and that could help you out as well. Okay, so we've got some time for any extra questions. Um, I think we've got a listening school on board as well, and they may want to type some questions in. But Hola, do you have any extra questions you'd like to ask us this morning.
2: Yeah,
1: Maddie, Big voice. Have you seen any of like our native birds like kiwi or kakapo, or anything? Or kiwi? Yeah, I've seen all of those birds. Yeah. So if you ever get the chance to go to Rakiura, uh, Rakiura Island, just uh, our, our southernmost island, um, it has kiwi running around, quite easy to see. And I've also been to Fenuahou, which is another little island off Rakiura, which has loads of kakapo on it. So if you ever get the chance to go over there as well, or sometimes into a, a bird sanctuary area, uh, they have kakapo as well. So, and hopefully, you've got lots of tuis flying around Waihola. Uh, there should be uh, quite a few flying around there. So it's great to see a, a native bird species in their natural environment.
0: Mm, and I guess that's how my interest in all of this came about as a, a kid your age, going out into the bush, tramping, and then later on climbing and exploring and getting to see all these amazing species in their own habitat. And then in this job, I've been lucky enough to go all over the place and see some of those Tongas species as well. ho definitely a highlight getting to see the Kākāpō. So yeah, check out balloons Field Trips. There's a bunch of them online that um, introduce you to some of our unique species all over the Motu, all over the country. OK, any other questions,
2: please? How many eels, uh, do you have any eels? Well
0: we saw some on the field
1: trip. Yeah. Do you have any eels? I don't have any pit
2: eels, but there's lots on the river. Do you let them go once you've measured them? Yeah. Yeah. I don't keep them as pets. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: slippery. Charlie? How long have you been working there
0: for? Good question. So we'll we'll get each of our experts to answer that. So how long have you been working in this current job? So we'll start with Ricky.
1: So this current job, I've been working for the Hakanaui Runanga for about three years, uh, but I've always been a part of the Hakanaui Runanga and I I actually went away and did a lot of study uh, to to help me uh, in my job and just to get more information about what I wanted to do. And to also find my passion about uh, working in Taita, so we're very lucky here at the Runanga. Uh, we've got a whole department dedicated to working in Taita, so we're very lucky.
0: Indeed, Molly. I've been working here for about a year and a half, and I'm doing my study at the same time, so I can work and do my study after work. <laughs> hmm. Very busy. <laughs> And Robbie.
2: Um, So I've been with Land Information New Zealand for about four 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 and a half years now, but um, I was doing other stuff. So my background's in, in geography and geology side of things. So when it comes to biosecurity and biodiversity, probably a couple of years I'm doing uh, apps, creating apps, viewers for uh, contractors. Um, so it's been a... a interesting learning experience for me as well um, because this is something new for me so um, I'm kind of learning things every day by um, you know getting in touch with um, people who do this uh, every day so it's been very interesting.
0: So lots of good ideas for for work that you may get involved with yourself one day so if you're into the techie side you might uh, end up working for Toitu Te or you might end up working in the environment, um, getting your hands dirty or providing plants, or there's so many opportunities um, that involve this kind of work. Kia ora. So we've got time for a couple more questions, um, if Waihoaula has got them. Beg Big voice, tiny. Do you like to make it the native
2: animals
0: spread? So I think I heard that is, do you enjoy um, helping the native animals spread? I don't know if you're involved in um, moving species around to translocate them, to allow them to live in a new area by breeding them. I'm not sure if that's part of your mahi.
1: Yeah, so we do. We, we catch little baby eels um, above some waterfalls. And then we take them, uh, oh, sorry, we catch them below the waterfalls and then we take them above the waterfalls. So we help them to get over the waterfall because sometimes it's a bit tough for them. So doing that kind of mahi, we are hoping to spread more eels out into our, um, in our awa, into our river, um, so they can find more places to, to live and grow and be healthy. So we we do a lot of work with our our native tuna, our eels. Um, And then we also plant a lot of trees, which also helps a lot of our bird species spread because they love somewhere to to sit and roost and uh, to eat berries. So the more trees we plant, the more places for birds to go and to have their babies and then to grow even more so. There's there's loads of things that that we do and you can do too to to help the spread of of our our taonga species.
0: Mm, And I guess that's what's really satisfying about projects like this is that you get to see how it impacts on your little local area, but you also are knowing that you're helping your wider area as well by that spread of of native species. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And one more question, if you've got one. Do
1: you think any of the birds like sugar water in
0: the seeds? Ah, that's a good question. Sugar water for, for native birds, if you're putting that out in your garden. Is that a good idea? Is there any things we need to think about if we're doing that?
1: I'll take that one. Yeah, yeah it's a great idea. Um, just make sure if you're going to put sugar water out that, that it's up high and away from uh, like cats. So, so cats can't get out there and, and, and attack those birds if they're going to go for those, those water feeders. But uh, yeah, it's great to bring those species in, but we just got to make sure that where we put them is in a safe place so the birds can go in and, and drink their sugar water safely and then fly away again to, to their home.
0: So, yeah, awesome idea. Kia ora. And I think that's about all the time we've got for questions this morning, but it's been wonderful to talk to you, by whole of School, and thank you for coming up with such great questions. Um, good to hear that you've also had a chance to see some of the videos. Um, and it will be really cool if one day we get to see the work that you're doing. Uh, maybe you want to share it in a story map or something like that, and that might inspire some other people as well. So, yeah, get in touch and share your ideas. We're always interested to hear about those. But a big thank you also to our experts today. Ravi, Ricky and Molly, thank you for joining us. And uh, if that's all we've got this morning, then we'll all say a big goodbye. Well done, guys. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, <laughs> I'm Mahinui, and then brings <laughs> uh, <Lins> web conference <laughs> to an end.